You're listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. Visit us online at knowthecause.com and join the conversation at facebook.com slash knowthecause. Joining me right now is, listen, folks, this is going to be one of the most amazing podcasts you ever listened to. Dr. Jonathan Stegall uh, joins me. You may not know that name yet. You will in 15 or 20 minutes, and several of you actually have a plan going on in the white matter right now of the brain. You're thinking, okay, what does he do? How might he help me? Thank you for coming in and joining us. You're all the way from uh, Johns Creek, Georgia. Where is that with regard to Atlanta? Uh, it's just north of Atlanta. It's in North Fulton County, uh, just about 25, 30 minutes north of the city. You have a practice. Dr. Stegall is a medical doctor, and he is an integrative oncologist. So we all know that oncologists see cancer patients. Few of us know what the word integrative before the word oncology really means. So I'm going to let Dr. Stegall kind of fill you in on that because the difference between integrative oncology and oncology is tremendous. So, Well, integrative, I think, is, is so important to define because uh, it basically means we take um, the best of conventional or modern medicine uh, with the best of natural um, alternative medicine. And so we, we really take the best of both worlds. We combine those um, in the best way we can for each patient. So the essence of it is that it's personalized medicine. We have a lot of tools at our disposal and uh, we choose strategically how to use those best for every person. You know, the problem I see with that offhand when you and I first started talking was there's a group of oncologists who say there's nothing best over here. Nutrition, I'd, I'm envisioning, I had a scare one time, ended up visiting a friend getting an IV chemotherapy, and there were Twinkies, and there were diet sodas mm -hmm. there, and they were encouraging the patients to eat for nutritional purposes and opening Twinkies, there were probably eight, mm -hmm. 10 people in there, and it just blew me away. So traditional oncologists or cancer specialists say, eh, many of them do. I know the tide's changing, but many of them say there's nothing to nutrition, and yet you're saying, wow, I've learned there is. Oh, absolutely. I would say 98, 99% of the patients who come to me, uh, they've seen a conventional you know, Western oncologist and I always say, well, what, what did they tell you about nutrition? And they said, they told me it didn't matter. They said it didn't matter what I ate, that I can have whatever I want, that there's, there's no evidence showing that, that it makes a difference. And many of those patients, by the way, folks, are stomach cancer patients. Makes no difference if you drink lighter fluid. It's not going to start cancer in your stomach. It just has always blown me away. <clears throat> I said something, as you know, I've lectured a couple of times to the integrative groups. Folks, these are the doctors you want to see when you're sick. Someone who understands that you have a vein for a purpose. What oncologists say traditionally is that's just for chemotherapy. And then you have this, these other incredible people uh, that say, no, little vitamin C, maybe a lot of vitamin C and zinc and manganese and so forth in that IV can also boost the immune system. What happened? Where did you learn that there are actually two sides to this coin? Well, I really grew up with, with this kind of medicine. Uh, my mom is a, is a doctor, and, uh, and she trained me early on in nutrition and supplementation and lifestyle. And so uh, even once I decided to go to medical school, I, I had that, that basis. And so as I, as I went and learned all these other great things, I always knew there was another side to the story. 
Was young Jonathan, after he'd finished lunch, there were six pills you had to swallow, right? <laughs> Supplement? Absolutely, or at least after dinner. Yeah, and, and there was probably part of you in your teen years that said, eh, I'm not going to do this anymore. And then as you age, you start thinking, boy, I've been blessed with good health, and uh, that probably had a lot to do with it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So many patients who come into the clinic um, are told diet doesn't play any role in it. You sit down and kind of walk them through and, and teach them. Can I ask you, after years of working in oncology, what do you personally think? I know there's not one cause, but what do you personally think is causing this rapid increase in the number of cases of cancer we see? I think it's our lifestyle. I, I truly believe that, that it's the sum total of all the things we expose our bodies to because I mean, our food supply is not what it used to be. Um, whether we're talking about uh, the quality of the soil or pesticides or ingredients that are used in our food, uh, heavily processed food, it's not what it used to be even 20 or 30 years ago. Um, our water supply is not always what it needs to be. Who knows what we're breathing in in the air. Um, we're under more stress than ever. We know stress plays a huge role in, in how our body functions. Um, so I think for everyone, uh, you know, it, we kind of get to the point where we're overcome with, with too many uh, stressors or toxins, and, uh, and for many people that results in cancer. Yeah, and it's such a horrible disease. You know, no one wants to hear those three words. Do you diagnose patients? In other words, do patients come to you with bleeding intestinally or lumps, you know, on their neck and so forth, and, and you tell them, uh-oh, this is cancer, and what, what's that like? Well, patients typically come to me with a diagnosis already. Okay. Um, they come to me, they have, they've already been worked up, they already have a, you know, a biopsy showing that they have cancer, um, and they're searching for answers. So, so I'm usually the second or third or fifth stop for them once they've, they've kind of gotten some other information and they, they decided, well, maybe there's more to the story, maybe there's a better option for me. I bet they smile ear to ear because I've dealt you know, with, with publication and, and with my work. So many people turn to Dr. Doug, not even knowing I'm not a doctor, you know, and they, I get friends and family that call me and boy, there's a lump on my neck and I'm concerned about it and so forth. Um, I bet they smile ear to ear when there's a real physician who knows that there's another side to that coin. Do you sit down with each one of them and kind of hold their hand and talk to them? I bet you have boxes of Kleenex in Absolutely, every I have a, a big box of Kleenex right on my desk and we need to use them. Um, yeah for me and the patient, yeah. um, but, but we absolutely sit down and, and spend a lot of time talking about um, not, just, not just kind of the, the medical history part of it, but also, um, you know, what are the patient's goals? What are their fears? Um, you know, what are they hoping to get out of their, of their cancer treatment? Because that plays a huge role, because every patient is different. I mean, we, we, we talk about cancer. It, you know, I view it as, as being as unique as a fingerprint or a snowflake, it's every, every person has their own unique uh, cancer diagnosis and their story and their body's gonna be different from everyone else's. So mm -hmm. the one size fits all approach is one that I'm, I'm very much against. Um, so we have to meet that patient where uh, they are and then sort of take them down a path as a team. Because we're a team, I'm not telling them what to do, I'm giving them my recommendations and, and together we decide on, on the best path. You know, a couple of my friends are general practitioners and they do see cancer patients but they don't treat cancer. It's kind of interesting, it's semantics. Uh, mm -hmm. They're saying, look, you're hiring me to boost your immune system. 
and this is very much what you and I have talked about too, you're hiring me to boost your immune system and with a heightened immunity and in heightened phagocytosis, folks, that's where you have these little types of neutrophil white blood cells that gobble up debris and they have digestive enzymes in them and they eat fungus and they eat mm -hmm. bacteria and so forth. Well, cancer patients lose their immunity. So what these doctors are doing is saying, look, we're here to help you with your immunity. In doing so, they're getting years and years and years more quality life mm -hmm. uh, in these patients. So you customize an approach based on the patient's wants and needs and based on your knowledge of what type of cancer they have. Mm -hmm. Are you convinced there's over 100 different types of cancer? Well, that's an interesting question. I mean, we, we get so caught up in putting a a diagnosis on a cancer, which is important because we, we do know there are differences in how, how they behave and how we treat them, but I really do believe at the core, cancer is very similar regardless of where it is. I really truly believe that you know, the root cause of cancer is, is ultimately inflammation. So when we have a, a cell and we have 100 trillion of those in our body, when those cells are under a great deal of stress, getting back to the lifestyle piece of it, yeah. those cells aren't gonna function as well. And so what ultimately happens if that stress on that cell continues, it's either gonna die, which means we lose it forever, or it's gonna mutate into something to survive, and that's cancer. Yeah. So, so I think the root cause is pretty similar, but it's just gonna depend on that patient's unique physiology and maybe their weaknesses to where that cancer is gonna develop. As an integrative oncologist, and this just breaks my heart even asking it, are there patients who come to you who are really too far gone, they've had too much chemo, mm -hmm. too many radiation treatments, that you can't help, and that's gotta be a tough consult, huh? It is, it is. Um, you know, and I try my best to be as honest as I can with a patient. I wanna help everyone, but I know I know that I can't. Um, and, and absolutely, I mean, some patients have just been so beaten down by the other treatments they've done that they just don't have enough reserve to fight, and there's yeah. not enough we can do to help them get that back. And then other people uh, have waited too long, to be quite honest. Yeah. They've tried to do it on their own for too long. Um, and those are some really sad stories as well. It would have been an easily uh, addressed cancer a year or two or three ago, but because they kind of waited or maybe tried to do yeah. some things on their own, they're, they're too far gone. Working with the doctors I have in the past, I always used to tell the patients, look, God knew your start date, he knows the number of hairs on your head, and he knows your stop date. And his stop date can't be moved by me, the hospital, chemotherapy, good nutrition, right. et cetera. Um, and I'll do everything we can to try and help you. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you what I'm really bullish on? We used to modify the old IV, the Myers cocktail, and I really felt we jump-started more people's immune system with that. And you, I'm like you, beta-glucan, things mm -hmm. of, of that sort are just tremendous. But that IV vitamin C, there's something to this. Well, there absolutely is, and it's one of the the most heavily researched, um, more natural treatments that we have. Um, we, we obviously know there's a, a limit to how much we can take in by mouth. Uh, sure. Digestively, the, the digestive system can't handle all that. But IV, we can give very high amounts. And we know that when we're talking about high amounts of vitamin C, it has two different effects. In healthy cells, it's fine. It doesn't cause any problem. But cancer cells don't have those same mechanisms to break it down. And so it's actually uh, harmful to the cancer cell. 
So we know that it actually participates in killing of cancer cells. We've seen that in multiple studies. Mm -hmm. um, and we've also found that it's synergistic with chemotherapy. So if we're also giving chemotherapy, we feel like we're going to get an even better effect with the two together. I read that years ago. Vitamin C or ascorbic acid-induced apoptosis, mm -hmm. cancer cell apoptosis, which means killing the cell. Can I ask you, uh, out, out where you're from in Georgia there, Johns Creek, Georgia, do you see all these patients? Do you do these therapies in your office or do you refer them out to big hospitals or something? We do pretty much everything in the office. You do? Um, we do uh, certainly infusions, uh, whether that's you know, IV vitamin C, uh, other mineral IVs. Uh, we do low-dose chemotherapy in my office. We do all those in the office um, right there and then other treatments we offer are the same way. And, and I really want that because we have patients that come to us from all over the country. So it's um, you know, people come in for weeks at a time. So to be able to have it as easy as possible for them to come get their treatments is important. You're a young guy with a beautiful wife and a baby on the way. How now practicing for the years you have in integrative oncology, how do you believe you will keep that young family, including yourself, healthy and this disease? You'll minimize exposure to something and optimize your health, thereby minimizing your chance of getting cancer. Can we prevent this disease? Well, I think we can do a lot better job of preventing it, um, for sure. We, um, we know that the cancer rates are, are, are significant, and uh, it's approaching one in two people um, with, with cancer at some point in their lives, which is, which is hard to believe. Um, so as we say, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yeah. Uh, so preventing it is, is very important. And there was a, a study not too long ago that I really uh, like, and, the, and they looked at nutrition and the effect of good nutrition on prevention of cancer, and they estimated up to 40% wow. of cancers could be prevented simply with good nutrition. Yeah. Um, and so that amounts to over a million Americans a year who wouldn't get cancer, and that's huge. And then, Dr. Stegall, you... you enter into cardiovascular fitness, just Absolutely. walking or mm -hmm. being outside, you know, vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Is this little baby, by the way, congratulations, little boy coming into the yes. world, um, is he going to be the six-year-old that sits there with his uh, bowl of, you know, organic fruits and a handful of supplements? Will history repeat itself? <laughs> I think it will. Yeah. I think it has to, honestly. I mean, I... We, we have to have a good diet. Like you said, we have to move. We need to be more active. Just maintaining weight, controlling weight is so significant because we know that people who are overweight have mm -hmm. tons more cancer. And we're seeing kids who are six years old being diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. I mean, it's amazing today. Um, Breaks your heart. And, and all these foods that are so easy to get our hands on that are just so easy to grab off the shelf. Yeah. You know, it's heavily processed and not doing anything good for us. No, that, yeah, boy, you've hit the nail right on the head. Are there non-cancerous patients, and my guess, I don't, you know, I've never interviewed you before, but my guess is yes, non-cancerous patients who are blessed enough to live in Johns Creek, Georgia, who want to come in and get an IV of vitamin C and stuff to kind of keep their mm -hmm. immune system? Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's another part of the practice. It is, and what's funny is we have so many uh, relatives of my cancer patients who say, well, I want to come get an IV while my wife is getting treatment. Or, yeah, exactly. or when we come out for more treatments from you know, Texas, I want to you know, get an IV or maybe some labs while I'm there too. Almost romantic. You know, mm -hmm. sitting next to your wife for 30 right. years, getting an IV, right. holding hands. And then finally, a question I know that's on the hearts of many people listening to this right now. And by the way, thank you for coming in and sitting down and talking with our our incredible audience Thank here. You. Uh, are you open to, to new patients? Are you open to the newly diagnosed who 
they're hearing there's just no alternatives mm -hmm. or there's no way to integrate a healthy lifestyle into oncology. Are, is your clinic open to new patients? Yes, we are accepting new patients. We're expanding uh, rapidly, um, Great, which is, is, is exciting because uh, we're really blessed to help a lot of people. But the earlier you can uh, get on this, the better. Um, you know, the time is your biggest enemy when you have cancer. Yeah. So you don't want to wait around. You want to make sure you get a good plan in place. And, and always emphasize to patients who see me for an initial consult, because that's really just to get to know each other uh, discussion about what they have and what I can maybe help them with. But I always encourage patients to do your research. Um, you know, the, the internet's a powerful tool and it can almost be overwhelming at times, but it is a way you can get some more information and maybe get some um, things you want to talk more about. And then when we have that initial consult, we can talk about it. So um, it's, it's a great way for patients to just get more information because everyone has choices and options. Mm. And, that's and that's what that's I want to tell our, our viewers. That's where we found you. I went on the internet and looked at 20, 25, uh, integrative oncologist, and ma'am, Ruth and I just bing right right there on you. Uh, Dr. Stegall is spelled D-R-S-T-E-G-A-L-L, drstegall.com. Let me give you a center of uh, advanced medicine. Let me give you their telephone number out there. <clears throat> it is 770-551-2730. Did we leave you wetted, your appetite wetted, wanting more information, pick up the phone, give them a buzz, or get online, call them. Uh, incredible man doing an incredible job with a very sad disease, but putting smiles on a lot of faces. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or tell a friend. For more, visit us online at knowthecause.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knowthecause.